dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Source. And Source, how have you enjoyed the soap opera that's been going on in the AFL this week? Yeah, Pez, uh, Van Ruin. It's been amazing. It's been here nor there. It's been lawyers and uh, following Twitter just in the last over hour, what you were describing to me before has been absolutely uh, fantastic. Some some well-played tweets. Yeah, there's been some good tweets about it. But um, what I'm referring to as well is Tribunal. It's been, you know, four players going to it this week and the AFL media are just talking about the tribunal and they're talking about the booing and we're, we're going to talk about it too, I guess. I think, I think they're actually saying Van Roo. <laughs> they're not booing, Piers. It's confusion. But it just, I don't understand how so many people can get paid so much and then they're just talking about the same thing over and over again every day. There hasn't been too much about the actual footy. Uh, so I'm looking really forward to actually putting some content out there where we actually talk footy. I don't want to spend too much time on it, Pez. We, we addressed the booing last week about our, our thoughts on it. Um, we, we don't like to address the tribunal hearings because it's out of our control. We, we Every week I feel like there's a different case that you sit there and you go, yay, nay, argue, appeal, whatever, boo, whatever, who cares? Um, you know, it's in the rules. They've got to protect the head or in the neck in this case. It was a, you know, uh, a football act, whether it be here or there. It's yeah, part of the rules. You've, you've heard everyone else's opinion anyway. It's just with the booing, I don't think you can actually control if people are going to boo or not. It, so they're asking them not to do it. They're, they're doing these sort of things. There's been a lot of stuff with racial kind of things. It's it's really, really hard with what they're doing and when can you boo and when can't you boo and can you outlaw it? Probably not. I've got no problems. <laughs> I mean, that's so ridiculous. Can you outlaw it? I think it's actually quite a funny concept thinking about it as, as grown adults, as people that go to the footy <laughs> and with, with like they sit there and they're like, hey, hey. Let's boo this guy, like, and because that's the you know the mentality of some of these people, and then like two or three people do it, like, oh look at that guy booing, I'm gonna do the same, and I I like it when um there's a like this weekend Geelong playing Richmond, I expect Tommy Tommy Stewart to get booed, I like I like it, he deserved to, he had a behind the act play behind the um uh behind the play incident last last time they played, pretty horrific, he should be booed, but like Buddy Franklin on the weekend with uh, Collingwood fans. Like, why are we booing him? <laughs> no, making no sense. Who knows? And then they're sooking all over the uh, all over the joint on Twitter, and they're making some really horrendous points. And it's just stupidity, and you can't argue with stupidity. So uh, let's just keep it keep it going. There, Brisbane had a big win over Carlton, and Carlton and Michael Voss is coming to question this week. And can Michael Voss coach? Did he spend a, a long enough apprenticeship under Ken Hinckley? Was it the right? place to be at it's uh been all over the place he's got one of the hardest jobs in football because every time they lose a game uh whether they're expected to or not expected to his job gets questioned and when they win he gets the old well that's what they should be doing every week like he's in a lose-lose situation but uh you know carlton did lose on friday night it was a cracking game of football both of us were, were on the lines were you on the lines Piers? i definitely was yeah on the lines and it was really good for the tipping competitions as well because oh, after it's pretty uh, pretty easy week mate nine out of nine for me uh, yeah, nine out of nine. Uh, two of the last three rounds for me as well. So uh, that's really good because a lot of people were on Carlton after their hundred and whatever point win over West Coast, which over was West false, Coast. which was false form anyway. And they're coming back from a trip. Uh, speaking about West Coast, Richmond uh, towed them up. Uh, Geelong had a, I guess it was 
a competitive uh, match against Adelaide? It was competitive, but uh, I don't think uh, Geelong really got out of second gear. They sort of there were opportunities for Adelaide to capitalise. They didn't. Uh, um, but yeah, biggest news out of that is Dangerfield uh, yeah. hamstring. Yeah, and he was he was ripping it up too. I mean, I'm glad that he went down uh, for, for my Max Holmes bet. Oh, but uh, you can't say <laughs> no, but uh, in all seriousness, he's been absolutely fantastic. Probably in uh, you know back to his Brownlow form for a couple of years ago, and it'll be interesting to see how they respond this week, along with a few injuries. But Adelaide, they really needed that one. Um, you know, they've, they've let a couple slip the last couple of weeks. You know, the Collingwood game they probably should have won. They probably could have made a decent sort of crack at actually winning the game at Geelong and. Uh, yeah, well, they'll, they'll be looking for those wins at the end of the year, I think. Oh, before the Collingwood game, people were saying top four, top four, and you, you drop the Collingwood one, and then you think, uh, yeah, they're probably not in with a shot for that anyway. Melbourne had a, a five-point win over the Gold Coast up there, so they get away with the W. The Gold Coast been looking good. Been looking good. Oh, don't give me back I'm on the back Gold on Coast. Them, I'm back on them. I'm back on. The Doggies, they had a 15-point win, and the Bont just uh, shone in that first half as well. Just he was absolutely everywhere, but no Toby Green. Didn't help. Did it was very, us? very, very late out, Pez. Uh, yeah, very late out. If you if you got that mail uh, and the you would have beaten the bookies to it, I, I imagine, and gotten a little bit more value there. Speaking of Brownlow form though, Pez, uh, but the Bont he is looking good, and believe it or not, Pez, when he is played in the middle. He dominates. It's so funny that it's so so funny. He goes back to where he's been played his best football. Spoke, when, when they play him there, they well, they seem to do really well. We've spoken about it this year with Beveridge and his weird decisions where. Bond's in the middle, and he's absolutely dominating, and the Bulldogs are dominating the game and winning. And then, oh, I'm going to move him forward for the last quarter, because why? And then they lose the game. It's like uh, really ridiculous. I, I just hope that someone is in his ear this week, and we get to see Bond and, and Chris play in the midfield, and just... I'm looking forward to the that whole game. game. It's going to be, be an amazing matchup, and, and if the Doggies want to be a shot at winning that, they need to just play him in his natural spot. Don't, don't, why are we putting him forward? I don't get it. That's I really don't. Crazy. A game we don't need to speak about is uh, Freo dominating Hawthorne over there. Already but spent su- too much time on it. Let's move but, on. But Sunday, we got Port Adelaide Super taking Sunday. on Essendon. Super Sunday. And put out a TikTok source and uh, you, you had a bet on the game and we'll speak about the, the bet more so in our bet review. But um, absolute crickets we got from our last <laughs> Essendon video. They're, they're commenting everywhere. Oh, you guys don't know what you're talking about. After the result, mind you. And then in this one. Not many, uh, not many fans speaking anything before it. They're probably at quarter time. They've probably got the uh, TikTok open with the comment, typed it in, ready to go, just waiting, waiting, waiting. And then uh, no cigar for you, Bombers fans. Uh, weak as piss. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Pez. Uh, I mean, their performance wasn't weak as piss, uh, Pez. Uh, they were lucky that Port Adelaide were inaccurate because Port Adelaide probably should have won that by 50 points. They dominated all aspects of the game. It was a little bit nerve-wracking going into the fourth because Port Adelaide hadn't put them away. But again, we, as we said, Essendon probably don't win many games uh, going on from here. They've got the three bottom sides one more side, uh, one more time. So that's three more wins, and uh, outside of that, uh, that, that takes. I mean, up that, to seven. but but you know, that's a really good improvement from Essendon. It's a really good improvement from from where should, they were predicted at the start of the year. Should be happy with that. Should be happy. Uh, pretty wet and miserable and interesting. The biggest thing out of the Collingwood Sydney game, and I need your view on this as well. The Tom Papley love it getting into Nick Dacos love it. And you know what I like? I like the fact that that that's not dead in football. I was actually watching the start with uh, my girlfriend, and she's like, "Why? Are they, why are they? What are they doing that to that young boy? Like, why are they doing that?" And I was like, nah, "That's football." And then, like, literally a couple of minutes later, boom, same sort of thing. And he's like, "Yes." But what I liked most is the way Dacos, um, the, the way he it. handled it. Yeah, yeah, definitely went about his business. And did he care? No. Not one little bit. So Collingwood fans. 
shut up on Twitter. It, oh, why are you going after him? Why are you doing this? They're, they're trying to rough him up. He's been the best player in the competition in the first seven rounds, and they're trying to get into a young of guy's course. head. Why not? Yeah, yeah, he's 19 years old. It doesn't matter about your age. You're out there on the footy field. You cross the white line. You're ready to play. And Papley... He, he did the little push, the little hip and shoulder. He actually got a free kick against him. So <laughs> if, if you think about it, it was actually yeah. good for Collingwood for him to do that because he got the free kick against them. They got to fly the flag and they kept doing it that. I don't know why the fans are sooking about that. I mean, because uh, if it's something untoward, there's going to be a free kick paid and it's going to advantage your club. As a footy fan, it's win-win. You know, if you don't follow Collingwood or Sydney, it's win-win because what you got to see is you got to see, you know, a, a bit of rough and tough and you got to see an angry Maynard. And Jesus Christ, is he not... People. Would you not want to... You wouldn't want to make him in a, a dark alley or a, a late night at a bar because he, he got angry very, very quickly. <laughs> I reckon a few things have been swept under the rug during Maynard's career. You Ooh. would have gone to the club and had a, had a couple of things happen. Like he's had a big club, yeah, eh? In an alleyway. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and That's then, a very, very weird accusation we've put out there but the old blockhead looked very angry going into that uh-huh. and uh, I, I've never seen anyone run so fast <laughs> to, to get to that pack very very good absolutely hilarious it was, it was a good, it's good game good of footy, footy though good yeah. game of footy and you know Sydney Sydney sort of had the formula of how to, to handle Collingwood and they end up you know losing by 29 but they were in this game the whole way, the way they controlled and overpossessed the football and they probably were their inside 50 they probably handled it a little bit too much and overdisposed a little bit but I liked the formula what they tried to do to, to undermine uh, Collingwood now, a little bit of time, but in the first half, the way Sydney went about it, Longmire obviously came down with a game plan, Good game nice plan. and slow, and, and we'll do this. Collingwood got off to a quick start, but then Sydney brought it back, and Sydney actually led by eight points going in. They just didn't have the cattle to keep it going. But, yeah. Um, might be a blueprint for, for how to beat Collingwood. The weather might have helped a little bit, but uh, there's got to be some coaches out there really looking into how we're going to play against them Come September. I mean, it was really good. Like, you know, we, we will talk on this a little bit because Collingwood is the best team. And when you, you've seen a, a way that, you know, um, sort of works out how to how to beat and compete with Collingwood, that up the middle, that quick handball, 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 handball was good. They handballed it a little bit and probably kicked a little bit too much in the inside 50. But that up the middle, up the guts, that was really effective. You've got to, you've got to time your kick into the forward 50 correctly. Yeah. And you've got to have your leading patterns up forward and uh, things happening forward of the ball for you to be able to do that because sometimes you'll say oh they over handballed one too many handballs but you can't see up the ground like when you're yeah. at the game you can see oh they actually didn't have anything to kick to they had to hold it up so uh, that's a really a good bit point interesting. that's a really good point it wasn't the fact that they overpossessed. it was that they didn't have their structures up forward correct in able to enable them to to get a good entry into the into the forward line yeah, yeah that's a really good point and, and Collingwood are really well structured and Darcy Moore leads a pack down there um the final game of the round North well, Melbourne it must have been really wet. Pez. North Melbourne didn't kick a goal in the first half. <laughs> St Kilda were as inaccurate as anything, and it's been said the worst game of footy people have ever seen. So uh, I mean, you, we'll leave it at that. You get that with Ross Lyon. You, you know, if Ross Lyon's going to make your club relevant again, and he's going to to you know put a, a winning formula together, you take the good with Ross Lyon when you you know you <laughs> you hold teams to low scores and you're able to score. You also take the bad of it because this happens every now and then. Yeah, they they I mean, were inaccurate. Yeah. They they could have won by a lot more and and scored a lot more, but still, they kept still was a pretty kept pretty North Melbourne thirty four horrible game of footy. Not even a hundred points scored. So uh, let's see how we went. Well, I will tell you how we went. We went bloody awesome. But bloody let's awesome. get into let's the, get right like, into it. I can't wait to push this button. The bet review. <laughs> it's no official review. How does it end? We don't know. They kind of lost, but they won as well. What are you talking about? We just all winners. All winners. 
Oh, big, big win, Sauce, and uh, you've had an absolute perler, absolute perler of a round. But let's get started. We started on the Friday night, uh, with the second chance multi with sports bet. You've got to have a go at it. I went Coleman for fifteen plus, Bailey for fifteen plus, Ashcroft for twenty plus, and was looking okay in the first quarter. And and Coleman was on track the whole game. Did his hammy on twelve disposals, went off, came back on, got two quick disposals, and then went off and got subbed out. So that was no good for him. Bailey, he seemed to be everywhere. He kicked four goals and then he just wasn't getting that link up. So he finished on twelve disposals. And then Ashcroft was one who was in the middle a lot, around the contest a lot, and just yeah, didn't get the footy. So it didn't work out. Uh so one unit there. Got the bonus back and I put it I, I just had to put it in a multi because I wanted to put the bonus back and I wanted to get it, like, get you the want, money you back. You to win. That's, I mean, that's a good intention when you're winning So I put Melbourne to win, Dogs to win, Fremantle to win. It was all the, the Saturday night fixture, including the Twilight 257. So I got 1.57 profit. So from that match or from that bet, it was 0.57 profit. Yeah, I had uh, two bets in this one, Pez. I had the Brisbane money line, just the over one sixty six and a half um, uh, as a as a same game multi three forty two units on that one, and that one Pez uh, first half I looked absolutely bang on. It slowed down, <laughs> slowed down a little bit, slowed uh, down a lot, slowed slow down a heap, Pez. <laughs> Um, especially with Brisbane taking control of the game and just not being able to capitalise, missing a couple of shots on goal. Got home pretty easy in the end. Uh, <laughs> cleared a pr- pretty easy by the end Mate, of it. if you were shopping around with the uh, the live betting and the live market and you were you know, doing a little bit of trading on Betfair, you, you would have you would have got some uh, really good prices there. But 4.8 units profit in that one game. Loved it. From that second chance hit. You didn't need the second chance. Didn't need the second chance, Pez. Uh, I did get the second chance with um, my boss bet. Uh, I told you I had a play we around with that market last week. The money line, the over 172.5. Uh, Cameron for two goals. And I looked pretty good there, except for checking the stat sheet. Boom. Ashcroft let me down there, as you just spoke about, around the pill heaps, unable to get it. Missed out on a $5.10 um, uh, collect there would have been would have been a really big one with only one unit. I went to put my boss bet down, uh, bet down. Just while I'm talking about this quickly, really on hard, the weekend, really hard on the weekend <laughs> trying to find markets where, to hold off. where I could go with my strategy of trying to make um, make a little bit of money and uh, end up putting it down this week. So I'll talk about that a little bit later. Well, there you go. Um, we'll go into my next one anyway. Uh, Gold Coast versus Melbourne. I had Melbourne at the line and then a couple of other things as insurance. And, and I got the insurance up, but I had Melbourne minus 16 and a half. They started off really well, three goals up. And then they just couldn't kick away from the Gold Coast. And the Gold Coast kept coming and coming and made it really tight at the end. So uh, bonus from that. The bonus from that one, Pez. Uh, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I want to talk about the Melbourne game because I had a bonus bet in that one as a result of uh, my bet in the Geelong versus Adelaide game. I had Holmes to get 20 or more, which he did. Um, you know, he had an amazing second half, 16 in the second half, and did really well. Geelong plus 10.5, which got up, and Ollie Henry to get two or goals. Easy. And Pez, early on, first quarter, two absolute gimmies uh, for, for <laughs> shots of goal. Ended up with uh, one goal three for the game. Oh. And you know what? A little bit unlucky. It was a bit wet, and I did say that was a risky one. So I'm sitting there going, "All right, one goal, three. All right, cool. I'll put the bonus bet down because I got a bonus bet with Ned's. Went straight on to the the um, the Melbourne game, Pez. GWS Bulldogs. GWS Bulldogs. So I had Western Bulldogs as the money line, and Jesse Hogan three goals. And I thought, you know what? It's a little bit risky, but six dollar odds. Loved it. First quarter, boom. Snags one. Snags one pretty early, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, Need you, two little, more. you little ripper, okay. just two more." Look look back at it, you know, watching it. Miss. 1-1. Oh, one, one. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. 1-2. Oh, no, not good. Not great. 1-fucking-3. 
this is the third one, and I don't swear that often, Pez, but <laughs> and then he and then he, he gets one, <laughs> he gets one at the end. So my bonus bet over 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 my my, my fifty dollars <laughs> over two bets <sighs> lost from three goals six Pez. Yeah, three goals six. You just needed one more from just, one just, of them. Just your your forwards. <laughs> Just kick, kick the fucking thing through the sticks, Pez. Wow. That's an absolute killer, and I don't ever sit here and sook about it. But bad kicking is bad football, and Ollie Henry and Jesse Hogan, that is fucking bad football. Just I've got four F-bombs here because it was it was the only bad bet that I had. It wasn't even a bad bet. It was the only loss that I had was all around these freaking goal kickers. Look, sometimes you make a bet and sometimes you make the right call, which obviously I made in both the right of call. those games <laughs> it was the right call. And when they don't come off and then you make the next call and you go a little bit out there, $6, $6 odds, and then you go, oh, shit, that, that could have happened easily as well and it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it give you some insight, Pez. The, the, the Hogan one was a good call because if I didn't have the bonus bet, I was putting down that bet anyway. Ooh. I had that bet ready to go. But yeah. could have been Profit City. Both of them get up. You would have had that. And then but anyway, one. not not one to talk about the losses, especially when we have a, a seven uh, seven unit profit. Yeah, but, probably yeah. more. Unbelievable. Uh, G- the same game I'll go with GWS Western Bulldogs. So I had the the tab special. Bont twenty plus. He had eighteen or nineteen in the first half. So that was easy. The Bulldogs to win, and over hundred and thirty nine point five. Now I'm watching the game. Bont's already got his twenty. I know the Bulldogs are probably going to hold on and win. And I'm thinking, geez, this uh, this is a chance not to hit the over 139 and a half here. So what I've done is I've jumped on sports bet. I just keep refreshing. Just keep refreshing. <laughs> refreshing the live bets and the totals. Yeah, just the totals. And I, I saw it at 158. And at the time when I saw it during that third quarter, I was like, uh, yeah, I can't make a call like that. And then it not hit. I was like, I'm just going to hedge this. I'm going to try and hit the middle. And if I don't hit the middle, I won't lose anything because mm. I'm going to yep. hedge it. So what I did is I called up, got the live bet out there, 1.2 units at $1.90, under 158.5. The game got very close to that, <laughs> 156, 157 points it ended with. But because I hit the middle source, I won that bet. So plus 1.08 units and then plus 1.2 units. So it uh, worked out really well in the end. And what a milestone for the show, Pez. The first hedge uh, that we've ever had on the uh, the pod and uh, it gets up and, and your bet gets up. So no need for the hedge. Great betting, great punting. Good job, Pez. Yep. And if you don't know what a hedge is, do a little bit of reading, have a look at it or um, yeah, send us a message and we can... Uh let you know what, what happens. We can definitely. In the, the Gold Coast versus Melbourne match, I uh, was all over Fiorani to get to 20 plus pairs. Melbourne money line and Melbourne plus 29 and a half. 230, uh, sorry, 232 odds. I got my uh, unit back with that pairs. So great well, win with that I one. Like Took me like out. Jump, keep, keep jumping on Fiorani. You'll get it again this week. I've used any more bets. Well, yeah. And I like that how you had the Melbourne... ML, nervous about the Melbourne line, obviously, because yeah, I, I had the line and it and it cost me there. So the Fremantle Hawthorne, uh, this was a very easy bet of mine. Fremantle to win, Fremantle first half plus nine and a half, first half under 99.5. That was probably the, the leg that got the closest to losing. Under 191.5 and Brayshaw for 20 plus had a stellar game with a couple of goals and 30 plus disposals. So that was 220 and... Uh, you win that one as well, and it was a stellar Saturday night. It absolutely was, Pez. Uh, I talked about how the line was way too small at 16.5, so I chucked that in with a same-game multi, Pez. Uh, no no need for insurance because Luke Ryan, I had him for 20 more, and I told you the way that they were using him around the back, they utilised that perfectly. He ended up with 27. A great little collect there for me, Pez, and continued the winning streak. And uh, again, 
It's, uh, that trend continues uh, on to the Sunday. Yeah, you'll take it. So Port Adelaide Essendon, this is the uh, the famous TikTok video. Well, not so famous because Essendon I mean, fans are uh, silking a bit. It would be famous if the Essendon fans had a had a, uh, had a a backbone and could actually sit there and, 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 and take the crap that they were giving out. Because my, my bet lost in this video. So I had minus 12 and a half. So I'm surprised no one <laughs> jumped on on that because they're just uh, – Saw losers and don't want to don't want to do anything. So my bet was a, a total flop. Lost a unit there. Um, not too concerned about it. But your bet, yeah, didn't. it was very very close. It was very very close. Pairs. I had Port Adelaide minus four and a half. Uh, the, the line, uh, the total points over one fifty nine and a half. And Horn Francis fifteen plus. That was easy money. That one pairs two ninety eight and lads two units. And I had to watch it right at the end. Almost uh, my girlfriend fell asleep. Uh, uh, we were snuggling on the couch uh, watching the footy. I had the phone balanced on her head at one stage. I hope she does not listening right now. But <laughs> almost woke her up a couple of times when the, it got close. Uh, but uh, great little collection for me there, Pez. And continue the streak. Well, um, the big fella. <laughs> the big fella for Essendon. The Ruckman. Had a shot at goal. Very <laughs> in the last minute. Yep. <laughs> looked on track. And sometimes you get really bad camera angles when you're watching it. Uh, it looked very it, on track. It, it fell very, very short, and they was able to rush it for. A there behind. may have been a little bit of a celebration there that I had to like pretend I was yawning into a into a bit of a cuddle on the couch. Six but points up, turns into five, <laughs> oh, and you clear the line by zero But even that last, even that last kick out, like the, yeah, they yeah, went. Charlie Dixon went backwards, and then he just bombs it like straight away, instantly bombs it up up the ground. No use going backwards. You would have still gained extra oh, extra meterage. You don't. No one was on the mark. Just stand there. <laughs> just, just, just stand there until someone comes. But anyway, the the, the last one I had pairs. Uh, well, you heard a game. You had one in the Collingwood versus Sydney game. Yeah. Well, I chucked out my tab bonus, and I really liked this one until I started watching the game. So I had Collingwood minus ten and a half. It got up. Lloyd twenty plus. It got up. Blakey fifteen plus. It got up. Blakey two marks. Also got up. But I had the over one hundred and forty one, and I was doing the same thing here. Source. I was going with the this um, sports bet. Just refreshing, refreshing. I, I saw it at about 156 and a half, and I thought that was too small uh, of an odds. And then as soon as the game, you know, went through that lull and there was no goals, yeah, loving it, it. it dropped. No, it was, it you would have been loving it, sorry. It dropped all the way down, yeah. and it went to 125 and then 119, and it was just like, all right, I'm just going to take the, the bonus. The bonus can go. It would have been nice to get up at 330, only missing the one leg, but um, when you miss a leg source, it, it's a loss, so... We go from there. We do go from there, Pez. Uh, the only other get bet I had was my multi, which was my blue bet bonus from the week before. Uh, Port Adelaide and Fremantle, Pez, they both got up. When you get 9 out of 9, I mean, that's an easy hit for me there. So, Pez, I absolutely cleaned up. And nice little uh, four, I'm on a nice little wing streak, Pez. Uh, four straight. Four straight W's. Four straight rounds. Four, no, no, just, well, well, four straight's a profit as well. But, like, in at the end, end round, uh, this round, four wins in a row. How good is that? I'm so keep, I'm going to keep the streak alive. I only staked uh, 6.2 units and it went up a little bit with my hedge with the 1.2 uh, for a profit of 2.05 units. So return on investment of 33% and for the year I've profited 5.07 units. So after eight rounds, um, yeah, not ideal where I, where I want to be, but uh, I am in the green. And we are in profit, so that is very, very good. I mean, it's cute, Pez. It's really cute what you tried to do that round, but uh, it's nothing compared to what I, I did. I absolutely dominated round seven. Uh, yes, you weren't speaking last week when you were down, were you? 
Please, please. <laughs> As I said, everyone loves a comeback story, Pez, and it's so much better to talk uh, talk absolute shit when uh, I dominate you, which is quite irregularly. So round seven for next year, they're going to call it source round, uh, and I, I stay seven units for it, and uh, profit, uh, I was about to read out profit loss, but there was no loss, Pez, 10.68 units, a huge ROI of Whoa. 152. Uh, for, the, for the year, staked 49 units, and I'm up 12, Pez, up 12 in the green, loving life, uh, loving life where I am. Yeah, 25 what, Pez, from what I've staked already, I'm still up next round. Still up. Because <laughs> <laughs> I haven't staked 12 units, so the back-to-back rounds when I'm in the green, you little ripper. Yeah, it just keeps going. So what the what the listeners really want is they, <laughs> they want what we are betting. They want more value, Pez. And, the and, they, and they called for it last week on TikTok. They said, hey, Sauce, help us out on the Sunday. And I did, delivered. So get ready for this round. I'm going to deliver again. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small... Now Bex with an opportunity about 50 metres out. Yeah, I was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on on Maxi. Do you want, do you want some as well? And I, I said... Straight into the specials, Pez. Uh, I mean, we're not talking about my bet slip. We're talking about the uh, sports betting specials. Cyril takes a special and goes bang. Yeah, sports bet, same again. They've got the Friday night uh, second chance multi-source, but there are two games, two games on. So you can jump in there with the, the two uh, games and you get your second chance multi back, which hopefully you don't need to use it. Tab have the three plus leg same game multi, one leg fails, or five plus leg same game multi up to two fail. Minimum odds Per leg, $1.10 has to be $2 in total. Lads have one refund per day uh, with their same game multi, three plus legs. Neds have the 12 plus halftime payout on the Friday. So there's two games there. But Bluebet, we bought a back source. Bluebet have it, the 12 up special at halftime for head-to-head bets. So if you've got any head-to-heads that you like out there and you're just doing it straight up, no little multis or anything, head over to Bluebet or Neds on a Friday night for that 12 up special. That's definitely the way to do it, Pez. I think uh, Ned's have it as well, the 12, 12 up special. You weren't listening to what I said, did you? Because that's nah, exactly listening. what I said. <laughs> I just wanted to say it again just to you get that. sound like a dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get the uh, – I, real, I realised every week when I'm trying to get up the uh, the odds for there. <laughs> I was like – and I went on to Ned's and I'm like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I literally just said the 12 up at Bluebet or Ned's on the Friday well, night. Why would I listen to up. you, Pez? And I'm then, up 12 you units. You shut up, Ned's. Right, let's get into the, the game, Pez. I'm up 12 units. I don't need to listen to you. All right, Richmond taking on Geelong Friday night. The first of two, $3, two outsiders are the Tigers at $1.37. Favourites are the Cats. Minus 17.5 is the line over under 170.5. Pez, MCG, bounce back game for Richmond. Uh, coming off, a, <laughs> coming off right. a, a nice big... Well, they come back from a, from a nice win. It was a nice win last yeah, week. So it's not a bounce back. No, but I mean bouncing back to the G. Yeah. Okay. Ba- bounce back to form. Right. Shut up and tell me your bet. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cochin comes in and he's, they're going to you know nurse him to 300 uh, this year, definitely. And uh, Parfit. Is getting another gig here with close having that suspension and Dangerfield uh, going out. So it'll be interesting to see if he's the sub again for Geelong or if uh, something else uh, is going to happen there. So I have gone with the uh, sports bet special and we're on a three plus leg same game multi here source and I've just gone some disposals. Uh, Tom Atkins. Uh, to get 15 plus disposals. $1.33. Bargain. And the reason why this is value, it's saluted in the last four games and he's attended 83% of centre bounces. And last week, Dangerfield got injured. He's not playing. 
he attends uh, on on average about sixty percent per week in that center square, in the center center bounces there. So Tom Atkins is going to get at least eighty or at least seventy plus percent in the center bounce. I think he can get fifteen at a dollar thirty three. Jacob Hopper twenty plus a dollar twenty four. He's hit it six out of seven times this season. He missed it in round one. And Tim Taranto twenty five plus at a dollar twenty five. He's eight out of eight for the year, with his lowest disposal being twenty seven, and he's cleared thirty. Five times. So I like those three together. $2, uh, give me the money. I will give you the money, Pez. I'll give you some stats as well. I love that Atkins bet, Pez, because of the seven games that Dangerfield missed last year, Atkins averages 19.5 in those games that he missed. His CBAs are up from last year already, and we know that he attends the the centre bounces a heap this year. I love that value. I like him for $15 at $1.33, is that what you said? Yep, yep. Love him for love him for twenty plus. Two sixty you can get for twenty plus. I've gone three legs. Max Holmes, he gets twenty or more. He's averaging twenty one disposals for the year. Danger out. We saw him get that a little bit more of the pill. Uh, Atkins is the, the player that goes in there and gets it. Max Holmes will become that outside player and uh, kick it down long. I've got both of them for twenty pairs and Geelong to win four dollars twenty two units. Ooh, Love it. Big, there we go. Both, so Tom Atkins, you've bumped him up to 20 with the, with the danger field out. With the danger field yep. out, yeah, Pez. I mean, he averages 19.5 when he's out there. You know, he's been he's been getting about 15, 16 as it is. I, I think that uh, boosts boosts everything up. Yeah, definitely 420 is where, where to be. I was looking at Hopper 25 plus and tr- try to boost it up a bit, but I'm just going that $2 and I think I, I might be able to hit it. Uh, West Coast versus Gold Coast, same I mean, night. Same night. The AFL tried to hide this game, but we have to talk about We found it. We found it. And <laughs> we're only talking about because of the, the, the sports bet special, I would say, Bez, because yeah. it's not going to be a pretty one. Uh, West Coast taking on Gold Coast, of course, Pez, at our very famous SBS Stadium. $3.60 outsiders are the Eagles. $1.28 favourites are the Gold Coast Suns. Minus 22.5 is the line, over under 172.5. Pez, the AFL tried to hide this game. Tell us why they tried to hide it. <laughs> oh, they tried to hide it because uh, you've got no fans for for the Gold Coast. West Coast are really struggling at the moment, but uh, there'll be there'll be some fans there over um, at Optus SBS Stadium. So I've gone the sports bet special. I've got I've found four legs that I like. Alex Witherden, fifteen plus a dollar eleven. Hearn is a designated kicking taker for for West Coast, and he's out with an injury source. So the next in line is Alex Witherden, who has been taking kick-ins anyway. So he took two last week and Hearn took, uh, I think, uh, six six or eight. I can't remember the number. Uh, but he'll take the most kick-outs this week and they'll continue to use him and he's hit 15-plus in his last four. Matty Rao, the grass eater. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, I didn't mind it. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I've no bloody idea what <laughs> <laughs> What's going on there? And you, you caught on TV. He must have had a brain fade because you no, know the reckon, cameras. They reckon he does it every week. They reckon it's part of his routine. Well, like I'm going to see it every week oh, now. Oh, I, I would like to. It's probably just you know get in get in touch with the earth, get in, get get one with the ground, but uh, a little bit weird. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, too weird for me. But uh, fifteen. <laughs> oh, where's where's your grass? You got some grass here. Fifteen plus. He's grass. he's around eighty percent center bounce attendances, and he's hit fifteen plus seven out of eight times this year. Uh, Tim Kelly, twenty five plus dollar thirty eight. $1.38 is pretty good value. He's hit it six out of eight times, and he's been close to the other two. So we'll go from there. This is where the value comes from, though. I've gone Jack Lacocious, okay, to score two-plus goals, paying $2.05. Now, his last four games, he's had two-plus scoring shots every game except the Tigers, but that game had a 47-point first-half 
um, total with both teams. So uh, playing against the Weagles, he, he could get multiple chances. And if, if he's even 55, 60, 65, 70 metres out, he can still get it through the big stick. So he has been inaccurate, kicking one goal three a, a couple of times. But um, two plus, put them all together, $3.30. I don't mind that for a second chance hit. It's not a second chance hit, Pez. Free hit. Just a free hit. <laughs> You got to win the you got to win the bonus hit. back, mate. Free hit. We get on Boss Bet. They're calling it a free hit. They do it on a Friday night and Saturday okay. night. Uh, but <laughs> I'm not getting on Boss Bet. I'll tell you that. It's very very hard to navigate. I'll tell you that website, Pez. Um, we we gave advice early in the year, Pez. Anytime you can get the Eagles anywhere in the fixture below 30 points, jump on it. And I've done exactly that, Pez. Um, I think we need to remember the Gold Coast are improving. Uh, it's it's really odd that they, their best player goes out, and they seem to be improving across. They had a really big win against Richmond. Uh, away from home, they, they knocked off the Tigers. And the Tigers just knocked off West Coast in West Coast by 40-plus. So I love the value here at minus 21 point, uh, 21.5. It's already gone up to, to 22.5. I expect it to keep uh, falling out, so jump on that early. And as I said, Pez, took Miller out, Fioroni in that middle, 20 or more disposals. Since he's gone out, 21, 20, and 24, that's all cashed. He's still sitting there about forty as well, $1.30, sorry. So jump all over that one. Uh, that gives me odds of 270 with two units, Pez. And I've done something also. I've awesome. put one unit down, just straight out, Gold Plus, uh, sorry, Gold Coast. One unit, 40 plus, three okay. bucks. Because I, I think that there's heaps of value there. I think Gold Coast used this as a fill-up game. They're, they're, they're looking really good at the moment, and West Coast have got no one. I hope that either comes close or wins, Source, because that means uh, Lukosius, if he's playing a forward there, might uh, get those two goals. Snag a couple goals for you, Pez? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then they just need the other ones to, to jump up. We're heading to Saturday. Sydney, struggling Sydney, taking on Fremantle. Really tough game, this one, Pez. Uh, I would really be interested to see the last time Sydney lost four in a row and uh, couldn't imagine the club of their calibre has done that in the last five or ten years. But anyway, Sydney taking on Fremantle. $1.31 favourites are the Swans. Three thirty-five outside of the Dockers. Minus 20.5 is the line. Over under 166.5, Pez. This game's really, really tough. Both of these teams at the start of the year, we probably would have thought they would have been top four, top eight contention. Both of them SD Ruggelin. And, uh, I mean, Sydney, you probably lean only because they're at home. Yeah, but at a dollar thirty-one, like, can it's you? Not, not a strong. Can lane. you really trust that? Do they have it out? Tom Hickey uh, coming back in for for Laddams, I, I think could actually help if Tom Hickey can play like he did uh, during the regular season last year. Uh, Will Haywood is a dollar thirty-one to score a goal. He's usually up there in the forward line, and they spot him up in in really good positions usually. But uh, nothing for me at the moment. I don't have a, a lot of interest. Uh, Fremantle have been struggling also, so uh, no bet for me. Yeah, no bet for me, Pez. The game is really hard to read. Um, Fremantle have been good, but they've sort of been good at home. But, but then they lost to the Doggies in you know, pretty pretty, uh, pretty big sort of fashion. I'd probably be leaning Sydney because of the home ground advantage. Maybe the one to thirty nine, two dollars twelve. That's not not bad odds, but uh, too much risk involved for for not much reward at a dollar thirty and, and two dollars twelve. Pez. So no bet for me in that one. Speaking on, we get to the. Uh, uh, the Horn Francis Cup played at Tassie, which was very nice of the AFL to to, to look after Horn Francis. Is Tasmania playing? Hey, not yet. No, not yet. <laughs> North, North Melbourne taking on Port Adelaide, five twenty-five outsiders. The Kangas a dollar sixteen favourites are the power minus thirty-one and a half is the line over under one sixty-seven and a half pairs. I mean, he's escaped it here because the Tasmanian fans are not going to be booing with the announcement of uh, their Tassie team. They'll probably get like four supporters there for North Melbourne. You, you reckon? Well, mate, well, you reckon that's too high? <laughs> you know what they should have done? They should have released or they should have decided on the Tasmanian jumper. 
put it out there in in the st- in the stocks or in the stands in the shops whatever and then get everyone to go to Bloodstone or wherever they're playing Hobart in the Tasmanian jumper watching the North Melbourne and no? <laughs> Do you know what I mean better? Just doing that, but then going to the other stadium and just watching nothing and cheering because <laughs> that's about what this game is going to be worth watching, Pez. At least you would have been like, wow, they're fully invested in Tassie. This is going to be a success but because this is going to be an absolute beat-up first by Port Adelaide, I think. Yeah, you reckon I'll do it? Um, I'd be interested to check the the weather and the wind uh, in this weather, weather, it's interesting you say that because I reckon it's going to be uh, probably the nicest of the of the Saturday games, <laughs> the weather on, really? the, on the forecast. Yep. There we go. Because usually at Blundstone, as opposed to Hobart, it gets really breezy. Uh, so oh, I'm not going to touch it in in any way. Ben Cunnington being omitted is a is something I do have to mention. Um, and Rioli goes out with the suspension, so they'll have to uh, bring someone in as well. So uh, leave it for me. Yeah, I'd be leaving it uh, as well. Pairs probably lean towards the minus thirty-one and a half. Uh, it's going to be mostly sunny. Uh, it looks probably about eleven degrees, but still, still pretty good sort of weather. Uh, over the one sixty-seven and a half looks pretty good too. Port Adelaide can uh, pile it on pretty quickly, and in the past they've definitely beat up on uh, the lesser opposition. What what I should mention is sometimes you need to watch the pregame or listen to yeah. uh, pregame radio when you when you're playing in Hobart, Tasmania, Bloodstone, without the roof of the new stadium, obviously. And if the team that's the underdog wins the toss and kicks with the wind, if there's a four or five goal breeze, you can get some really good value on First quarter time line, line yeah. because you can get like a plus seven and a half for a big underdog and they've got a four goal breeze. Like it's really good, but it has to be there and then, and you have to. Yeah. And you have to do listen. it. You have to be really aware of the, the wind conditions and yeah. where it's blowing. And, you know, if you're at the game, you'd be loving it. But uh, if you're one of those four lucky people, then yeah, <laughs> good on you. You deserve to. To, to win that bet. Let's continue on the Saturday time slot. Pairs Hawthorne taking on Melbourne. 6.50 outsiders, the Hawks. $1.10 favourites are Melbourne. Minus 42.5 is the line. Over under 171.5 pairs. A little bit of question without notice, pairs. Do you think Hawthorne are going to sponsor Tasmania? Do you think they'll put the Hawthorne Hawks on the, on their jumper going forward in, in 2029? No? Just, no. Because <laughs> that's about as much interest I have in this game, pairs. I think. No interest. Um, I mean, it's good that the Van Ruins playing. That's that's really good. That's probably the only thing that came out just 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 before. Yep, that's that's a positive, <laughs> you reckon? Otherwise, it's a, a, it'd be a pretty boring sort of game. Eh? A good good game to win some money. Yeah, well, looking at the uh, looking at the weather, it says sunny and uh, about seventeen degrees at, at that time on Saturday in Melbourne. So, uh, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm I'm looking at these two teams, and I know that we know that Hawthorne are down the bottom. They compete for a little bit, but Melbourne's total team points. It's at 106.5 on Bet365 at $1.95. On Neds and Lads, it's at 107.5 at $1.87. So less value and more points. So I'm going to go um, over on that, over 106.5. So Melbourne to score 107 or more, doesn't matter what Hawthorne score. In Melbourne's four games at the G this year, they've scored 139, 134, 115, and 96. Hawthorne have played two games at the G and their opposition scores have been 127 when Geelong um, beat the shit out of Hawthorne. And Hun- Essendon scored 124 against them in round one. So that's where I'm going with that. And I don't mind it. 
Don't mind it at all, Pez. Oh, I like I like your uh, theory there because ho- uh, Melbourne scoring big means that it's a good chance of my getting uh, my bet getting up. <coughs> Jeez, a frog in my throat. Then, all right, I've gone a uh, three league same game multi pairs. Melbourne to win the match. Melbourne plus four and a half as a little bit of insurance there, Pez. And then I've I've looked at Hawks Pez and I was going through the the research and realistically, if you're a big forward, you have a day out against Hawthorne. L- listen to this against Frio. Frederick had three. A miss had three. You look at uh, oh sorry, not a miss. Uh, Amos had three. Uh, you go the, the the dogs. Norton had four goals, three. Lob had two. Hugo hadn't had two. Adelaide Walker had four. Fogarty had three. GWS a little bit low scoring, but five scoring shots each for Hig, uh, for for Hogan and Himmelberg. Jeremy Cameron had seven against them. North Melbourne is shit. Uh, Hawthorne against the Swans. Amati had four. McDonald had five. So if you're a big forward, you absolutely pile it up, Pez. And I was waiting to see if Van Ruin, him to kick two goals, sitting $2.05. So oh, I'm you've back, gone I'm again. back on Van Ruin. You've gone again. I know Panasaurus will be with us. So uh, <laughs> that gives me odds of 231, two units with that one, Pez. Money back if one leg fails with uh, lads. So Melbourne, Melbourne plus four and a half. Yep. So if Melbourne win... You've definitely at least got a bonus bet. I just back. need Melbourne to win and him to kick two goals. That's only in there for the insurance. Yeah, and that's uh, and then plus four and a half was the biggest line, obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't offer much <laughs> more. Not at a dollar ten pairs. I'm mean, surprised the, they're offering plus anyway. But um, yeah, we'll go to the Gabba. We do for the, the Saturday night clash pairs. One of two games. Brisbane taking on Essendon. A dollar seventeen four eighty five. Outsiders are the Bombers. One oh, sorry, uh, thirty one and a half is the line. Over under one eighty four and a half pairs. Essendon fans have uh, already turned off uh, the, the podcast, so there'll be only Brisbane fans here. Tell us why the Lions get this done. Uh, I was I was going to actually lock something in. I was going to lock in the total points here, and I was going to go over because night games at the Gabba, Brisbane and Essendon, you know, can be pretty high scoring. And after seeing what Essendon did to defend Port Adelaide last week, I know Port Adelaide didn't pile it on because they were very inaccurate, but Essendon weren't anywhere to be seen when they turned the ball over, and they weren't they weren't running the other way. And Port Adelaide just had a free roam uh, to it inside Ford 50 entry and as uh, Brisbane's forwards are very, very strong. So um, Essendon had efficiency in front of goal last week, but oh, I had a look at the total 183.5 and I think that's, that's high and I'm, I'm a bit nervous to go either way at the moment. So I'm going to watch the number with interest. And if that was 10 points less, Oh, I would have jumped all over it. The 174, you'd say, probably? 173, 174, I'll jump over. That sounds good. Um, but 183, I'm just a little bit nervous to pull the trigger right now. I'll just wait and see and, and go from there. I'm really glad that you said that because at the start, when you started talking about it being too high, I thought, oh, shit, I've gone the over here. But I, I actually used an alternate line and bumped it down to uh, 174.5. It's one of my legs, pairs. Otherwise, I just got Brisbane to win the game and Dunkley over 20. Uh, he's been in absolute ripping form. I think that um, they, they haven't really got anyone up forward, Essendon. Uh, sorry, uh, down back t- to compete with um, Brisbane scoring. I think they, they score at a, a high rate. Um, and I, I, I just don't think that uh, Essendon can compete. They're, they're not, not very good. So $2.10, well, two units, uh, one leg fails with uh, Ned's money back in a bonus. But Ridley and Kelly both out with injuries, and Parrish is not playing either. So um, Brisbane, Brisbane should easy. be all over it. But this is the type of line at 31.5, and, and I'm tipping that's why I didn't put it in, where you can't really trust Brisbane because you don't know what they're going to do on the, on the day. I mean, if... If Brisbane blare away at goal and they just like they blaze away at goal, they could possibly have a, a repeat of what Port Adelaide did and keep Essendon in the game. 
but they should <laughs> the amount of talent they got up forward. I mean, their their third best forward is is, is um, well, they got Cameron, they got uh, Danaher, and then you got the the what's the other Hipwood. bloke's name? Hipwood, Lincoln McCarthy, Bruce. Rainer goes up. Bruce, not Junston. Dunst, Dunst. I couldn't think of his name. Jeez, Bruce. <laughs> but like he's your, he's your <laughs> he's your best forward. Like Bruce would be handy. They've got they've got no one that can defend that pairs. We saw we saw how um, you know Hawkins absolutely dismantled them on his own. Yes, and, we're, yes. and like you know Cameron was up by the ground. They've got an absolute stacked forward line. Uh, they're going to get they, they could be in real trouble here, Essendon. Uh, it'd be nice for the Essendon fans to have a wake up call because I think they need one. <laughs> They're shit. They're no good. Well, let's get on to the other game. Uh, Carlton taking on the Western Bulldogs pairs. We, we've become a bit of an Essendon-hating podcast because of the, their fans on TikTok. But Carlton taking on Western Bulldogs. This would be an absolute cracker, pairs. Both, uh, you know, Carlton's been a bit disappointing the last couple of weeks. And probably the, this month, uh, actually probably last two seasons, they've been really disappointing with the amount of talent they've got on there. $1.92 outsiders. You could have got that 2 bucks earlier. Uh, they also, early in the week, you could have got them $1.80. Uh, so the, 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 the bookies don't know what to do with this one. Western Bulldogs favourites. A dollar eighty-eight. They've been really dominant the last couple of months. So the last month pairs, but had a bit of a soft draw. 0.5 is the liner to pick them over under one sixty-five and a half. Pairs really interested to hear your thoughts on this one. Yeah, and as, as I've said, this is my favourite game of the week, just because it's the game that's closest in odds. It's probably the hardest game in all your tipping competitions, where you're going to get uh, half people tip one way, half tip the other. I. Really like the value, especially with the blue bet 12 up special. So I'm going one way or the other here. And if you look at all the stats and the way they've been playing in the last three weeks, you're going to be all over the Bulldogs. But I'm not I'm not looking at the stats in this one because the Dogs in their last three wins, they've played against the Giants, the Hawks and the Dockers, who are absolutely struggling at the moment. The media are jumping into bed with the Bulldogs at the moment. And I, I just can't see it. No. And I think this is... A, an amazing bounce back spot yep. for Carlton. I think the Carlton forward line is going to put the Western Bulldogs back line under a lot of pressure. The only thing is that the Bulldogs midfield is really good with, with Libba if they play Bont in there for, for three and a half quarters instead of just two quarters. Uh, but but Carlton can compete because they've got some really good players in there. Cripps needs to bounce back and Trelaw's out. And I, I really like the ins for the Blues as well with um, Cottrell and Owies coming in. Kemp... Kerno, Honey going out. So uh, I'm two units on this one. Carlton, head to head, dollar ninety five at Blue Bet. If they are up at twelve twelve up at half time, the bet will be paid out and it'll be over and I won't have to worry about the result. I totally agree with what you're saying, Pez. Carlton, in, in all team stats, uh, they're absolutely dominating um, the Western Bulldogs. You look at Marks inside 50, they're up 12.1. As you just said, they're, they're going to have no one to compete with that that tall forward. You know, they, uh, have, they, they're killing them in tackles, goals, uh, goals for, per inside 50. They're, they're dispo- disposals, they're beating the Bulldogs, which is incredible because we know that the Western Bulldogs just overpossess the football. I, I, I agree with what you're saying in terms of the bounce back. I mean, we're, we're, we're hanging a whole lot of, a lot of shit on Carlton as the, the media, but they've just lost to possibly the, one of the premiership favourites. And they, they, they were pretty competitive with, the, uh, with Brisbane for, for three quarters of a game. They? They, were, they were in the game. At, they were in the game. Stage, yeah. They've been, you know, they've knocked off a couple of decent sort of sides along the way. They've had a disappointing, you know, disappointing spot for, for the expectations. But I love this for, for Carlton. And you, you give me two bucks for it earlier in the day. You love that. Uh, I've jumped on... Um, boss bet and I've put my bonus in there because it was really hard trying to find it and they were playing two bucks earlier in the day Carlton and I've paired that up with Brisbane for the win so I got $2.41 
and I put my bonus bit on that one, Pez. But <laughs> it's a real struggle trying to find it. But I, I think Carl get this done. I think it's a great spot. They're, they're going to be my sure pick this week in in all comps. They're going to be a. I think you can make a lot of money around it. So you're you're going Carlton as well. So I agree. Wow. All right. Well, you, well now you want to pull your bet back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I just didn't know what to what to expect because um, I, I'm I think a lot of people will be on the Bulldogs this week. I, I mean, look, if you're looking at stats in the last month and all all the things that. Um, you know, it just just specific to the way the games that the teams that have been in front of them, it looks like Western Bulldogs. And if you're a Carlton fan, you're on emotion. You're like, "What are we doing? This is this." But We're if you no actually good. analyze it, there's a lot. There's a really good spot for Carlton too. So we know, as you said, Trelaw's a big out in that middle, really big out. Um, I, I, I wasn't sure. I thought Hugo Hagen was out as well. I, I heard that this morning, but it doesn't seem that has uh, come into fruition. Maybe it's a uh, laid out. Uh, but anyway, let's get on to Sunday, Mother's Day. Only two games pairs. Happy uh, Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, uh, all the people, all the strong females in everyone's lives. Adelaide versus St Kilda. This is going to be a cracker of a game. Really test for St Kilda to see where they are and to see Adelaide where they are as well. 164 favourites are the Crows, 226 outsiders, the Saints. Minus 6.5 is the line, over under, 160.5. Pez, Saints, really tough spot. Big oh. challenge. Big challenge and um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there and all the, the mothers listening to the podcast as well. So there's a heap of mothers listening. Hundred percent. I think that um, <laughs> Caminiti is going to be a big in for the Saints because the Saints have really Did struggled he? with a, a key forward presence since he got suspended against Collingwood the other week. So um, getting him in there and having someone who can bring the ball to ground and have uh, other players around being able to run and and get those crumbs will really help them. Adelaide. Uh, I think they have been overhyped, but they do have some really good players and they do use the ball really well. Uh, when they were at Adelaide Oval against Carlton, they looked amazing in that first quarter. And I just think that the, the way they moved the footy and, and used the ball over there was really good. I'm so interested in the way Ross Lyon is going to set up defensively because we saw what he did at Adelaide Oval against Collingwood and how you know he let them come up, let them come up, defended, ran the other way. It was a low-scoring affair for, for the majority of that game. So it'd be interesting to see if Ross Lyon can slow Adelaide's scoring down and what he can do because we know their defence can stand up. Uh, I'm going to watch this as a fan with interest on Mother's Day. Yeah, I like what you said there because because I, I used the premise of what Ross Lyon did last time in Adelaide against Collingwood as, as a whole um, premise of my bet. Um, if you had backed St Kilda unders all year pairs, you would have won six out of the eight games. Okay, in the total game points. Total game points, yep. under. Um, and, and roughly, they've been sitting about 168 for all of them, Pez. Uh, maybe a little bit lower against some. And as the last three weeks have all been under 161.5, Pez, that's what it's been and that's what it remains the same here, Pez. I love the value in it and I think that I'm going to back St Kilda, one unit, under 161.5. As I said, six out of the last eight games have all gone under. What St Kilda do, Pez, even against high-scoring teams, they drop their scores, uh, the other team's average, by 20%. So Adelaide sit at about 90, so that'll bring it down to 80. And possibly even more because, as you said, the, the, we've seen the game style unfold at Adelaide Oval. So, you know, Adelaide will try to combat it, but I think they're just they're too young. There'll be a lot of hype going into this game because it's an important spot. So I've gone one unit. Dollar eighty-eight under one sixty-one pairs, and then I've also gone a second unit under one forty-two and a half pairs because the last five games in St Kilda have played, they've all gone under one forty-two and a half. Alternate total points: one unit three thirty-five. Okay, so you've gone the alternate, 
as a, a separate entity as and a just, separate a, entity. just a single just two single straight two up single bet. one unit bets on that 161 and a half and 142 and a half so, so if it's 162 or over that's a that's a two unit loss but if you if you're on the money here yeah, it can be a big one. Yeah, and I, and I think that, as, as you said, we, we've seen what Ross Lyon does. Um, the last last five games have all gone under the 142.5, including, you know, against some pretty high-scoring opponents. So uh, I really like the chances in this one. And just having a little bit of a play with something different. I've got so much flexibility in my uh, units to there. I just wanted to have a bit of a play. Well, we saw Adelaide, Adelaide and Collingwood had a really low-scoring affair. It was around 118 points yep. or something like that. And that blew, that blew out in the last quarter too when, when St. Uh, Collingwood came back. And, you know, Ross Lyon doesn't really do that. They don't really have the big lapses like uh, Adelaide did in that one. So I'm, I'm interested to see how it pans out with a new little strategy I'm trying. All right. Now, the most fans or fan attendance in the AFL, Collingwood, and they're playing against GWS on Mother's Day. Really poor time slot with the twilight fixture on the Sunday. What do you think that uh, happens? 70,000? Great. 70,000. What do you reckon? Yeah, possibly around that. I, I definitely think it, I think it's a good time slot. You know, sun, Sunday roast at 12, out the door by 2.40, 3.30. Boom, at the game by, what's that, uh, 4.40. Loving it. I reckon they might get 50. You reckon they might get 50? Yep. I'll take the over 50. You take the over? They're playing against the Giants. Okay, well so not much coming back the other way. Have two hundred thousand fans as it is, Bez. Not much coming back the other way. Yeah. Well, anyway, I'm trying to stay clean with some of my comments here, Bez. Let's get into it. Collingwood taking on GWS Giants. One sixteen favourites are the Magpies. Five thirty outsiders. The Giants minus thirty two and a half is the line. Over under one seventy and a half. Pez. We've already heard your thoughts about Mother's Day and attendance at Collingwood. Let's hear about how GWS can stay competitive in this. Oh, they can't. Cool. I don't know. <laughs> Good chat. I, I'm not sure if they can. Toby Green is named as as one of the ins, and uh, they they definitely need him to to be able to do that. I don't think Collingwood fans will feel the same about Toby Green, but uh, they boo, are they going to boo Toby Green? Pro- I reckon. I reckon be the most booable, isn't he? Yeah, weird, weird word to say. Very, very weird word, but he's <laughs> really hated by a lot of clubs, and and Collingwood just oh, hate I on I anyone they can. Um, Billy Frampton's injury. Just Collingwood, they just can't keep a, a ruckman in there. So he's been really good for them too, Frampton. He has, but he's been a utility. He's been able to go back. He's been able to play in the ruck, and he's gone forward and kicked a few goals as well. So I, I don't know who's going to come in and and be the ruckman and and what's happening in there. But their midfield's too strong anyway, and you know their forward line has always been said you don't really have a key forward. My check kicked five last week. Um, I I think my check is probably a third forward, which we've pro- probably said before. But they don't have anyone else yet. They don't have Ben King, and they haven't lured him down with millions and millions <laughs> of dollars. But Collingwood should win this one easily. Do they go out of their way to try and smash them? Will the new coach at GWS uh, in Kingsley will he actually take some of his crosstown rivals, uh, what Sydney did last week, and just try and really slow the game down and then go fast there, or does he not have the cattle? I mean, if Sydney didn't have the cattle, GWS definitely don't have the cattle. Uh, I mean, Green, Green's been really amazing in the middle, but he can't do it on his own. Um, uh, you asked so many more questions than gave me answers, Pez. That's not what I asked for. I didn't, I didn't give any answers. <laughs> I didn't give any bet. Uh, we know it's a Sunday. It's it a Sunday. Oh, we're, we're sorry, TikTok, but uh, we might put out some live bets if, uh, if that's what happens. But it's so hard to make a game at 4.40. It's almost in, it's almost in round 10, uh, this game. So it's, 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 it's a tough one. Um, I mean, you think that Collingwood would get it done. They're playing, they playing, they're playing at the G? Uh, at the G? Yeah. Well, how come they don't get the Richmond time slot and play at uh, Marvel? 
Well, they I think they do play one game at Marvel, but it's against another opponent. I can't remember who Collingwood it is. Collingwood will be upset. They have to travel. They will be upset, but they probably should play against the Giants at Marvel, just on crowd numbers alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, well, well, that's uh, that's uh, my, you know, my betting pairs. Uh, nothing else for me to put out. No cheekies this round. Have you got any uh, recommendations or anything to go forward? Something a little bit cheeky? Oh, very. Oh, you got a cheeky? No, no. Cheeky. No cheeky. Um, <laughs> multi, multi everything up. <laughs> Jeez, you can tell we're a bit delirious waiting on the Van Ruin news pairs on late late Thursday night. Let's you go, back go Carlton twenty five plus twenty five plus. Yep. What's that give you? You haven't even looked at you. Geez, you're shocking at this, Bez. <laughs> I've gone a, a 10 leg same game multi. <laughs> Have you actually? <laughs> no, I haven't. But if you back all the, the favourites uh, well, that we've talked about that we think win, Pez, that gives you odds about $10. So that's something cheeky for everyone. Uh, you can power play it, even more, sorry. You can power play it uh, and get to 12, 13 bucks. So, uh, yeah. I mean, third week, Pez, you get nine in a row. Surely you, you're picking all the, all the winners. Oh, we'll try to again, and uh, the Carlton tip will definitely help. So Carlton twenty five plus three dollars ninety by themselves, um, and then just add a couple of goal scorers in there or something to to try and bump it up to that five bucks. But we don't even put that on anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, we, we don't at all, but it, we, we do put on pairs. We put on Twitter all of our bets. We put on our live bets. You can also uh, get our interactions through our Twitter, at Behind the Bound. Jump on our TikTok, which is... Uh, at Behind the Bound as well. So uh, a lot of questions we are getting uh, on Instagram, TikTok, is where where can we get all your bets? Uh, the best place to get them is listening to the podcast of on course. Apple and Spotify. And then the secondary place you're going to get, you're going to have to go to Twitter at Behind the Bound. And there's a Google Doc linked in there where all our bets will be up uh, before the game starts and that will be there there goes the pen there goes the pen now uh, well that's the end of the podcast pairs if you do if you find us on, on um, apple or spotify or whatever podcast provider you're listening to make sure you give us the five stars make sure you jump, drop a comment in there um, we love all the feedback through instagram and twitter but it helps us build through the rankings and helps other punters find us and uh, it's something that we would really appreciate especially if we're filling your pockets with uh, some cash we'll get around the source uh on oh, pairs. peace out i'm still source we'll catch up next time guys no, no!